Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Ago. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Um, yeah, happy Tuesday. Right in the middle of June, chugging along here. Um, I took in a lot of information yesterday. Apparently, there's a new strain of uh, the coronavirus. It's pretty aggressive, super contagious. Uh, I think they refer to it as the Delta strand, um, which probably is, you know, some sort of government speak for the fourth version of Corona. But apparently they they think the uh, vaccine holds up against it. So hold on. But I'm telling you, I really believe there's going to be another shutdown. Um, there's something because it's just it's first of all we're not requiring everyone to get vaccinated and therefore we don't know who has been vaccinated it's going to be up to people's employers um and that's if they're working and um because they're going to still be able to get it and be super contagious which means uh the virus will continue to find hosts and will continue to mutate and evolve so thanks a lot you know, and I was hesitant too. I wasn't going to get a vaccine at first. Um, but then it just seemed illogical. And I prayed about it and I went and got one. You know, that's how I live my life. I don't know what other people do. I'm not trying to convert anybody. But I pray and meditate quite a bit. Um, it's where I find my sanctuary. It's where I get my answers. And, um, you know, because life can be overwhelming. You know, yesterday was not a good dementia day uh, uh, for a caregiver. (laughs) It was quite challenging. And, you know, I don't know. Without prayer and, oh, sorry. Without prayer and meditation, I don't know where I would be. So anyway, not to harp on that. Uh, So, yeah, apparently there's just lots and lots of coronavirus still out in the world. Um, But psychologically, Americans have moved on. So we'll see how that goes. Um, another thing I watched, which was really fascinating, was just a, what was it? It was about six o'clock last night. I don't know. I was tripping through um, uh, TikTok or Instagram or something. And this, I follow this one guy and he is probably the most centrist um, commentator I've I've come across. You know, he, he heaps blame equally right and left. And he really broke down some interesting things that I have come to discover myself about liberalism in America. It, If you haven't talked to a liberal for yourself, especially as a person of color, and had have them like, I guess, quote unquote, explain black people to you. Now, granted, you probably don't know this if you don't know me, but I'm black. I have been my whole life I'm not invisible. I don't have like any kind of, uh, there's no doubt, you know, you can't look at me and be like, Hey, is she, I I am clearly a black, uh, middle-aged woman. And this person was just explaining and going on and telling me all about black people and how black people think. And I, and I was just like, what in the world? is this and that's when I realized it like a light clicked on like okay liberalism and being a democrat really are very very different things they're super extreme and it's almost um racist how um 
extreme it is because they infantilize black people to the point where it's like, you're too dumb to know you're, you shouldn't be doing this. You're too dumb to understand how to do this. It's, it was really, really super insulting. And so I was watching this guy on TikTok because that's something that happened to me. And so when he was talking, I was like, yes, I'm going to post it on the website, madlovepodcast.com uh, at some point today, because the the guy just really, he explains so much. And then he goes back to like some Malcolm X quotes about uh, liberalism and how they aren't really our friends. These white liberals have you know, not helped us in any way, they make it worse because they make you believe you don't have any power and you're not smart enough to figure out that they're not helping you. I'm telling you, it was very, very deep. And this is like, you know, Malcolm X in the 60s. Of course, I mean, he was assassinated in 65. So like, this is almost like 60 year old knowledge that, uh, you know, is still pretty relevant. It was fascinating, man. It was really, really fascinating. Um, so anyway, I took that in. And then I forgot to mention over the weekend, I uh, binge watched Lupin on uh, Netflix. Very, very good. I really enjoy that. It, it It's two, epi- uh, two seasons. They're both five episodes long. I guess about 30 to 40 minutes long. They're very short. Uh, but it's super well done. And it's just nice to, a, nice to see a smart black guy on TV. You know, he's just really smart. He outsmarts everybody. And that's how he survives. You know, so that was pretty cool. And uh, I forgot to mention that I like that. That was on Netflix, Lupin. Um, just really well done, clever, fun, sleight of hand type of show. And I dig that. So anyway, yeah, this liberalism thing, it is dangerous. It's just as extreme as the other stuff on the other side. And it's pretty scary. And if you Google Malcolm X and liberals, you'll see a lot of quotes that he had. And I don't know who hijacked that message. And like, I don't know. I I, I really don't understand why black people love the Democratic Party. I don't, especially not liberals. Um once you get up on that and you, it it really is and this guy called it liberals have a slave owner mentality and i can see that because i experienced it for myself and it it was shocking and upsetting and i i don't think i've really held a conversation with that person since it was like whoa you know it was like super insulting And, uh, you know, I don't think they think of it that way. I think they think they're helping. Mm. So anyway, I'm not sure how Malcolm's message about liberals got drowned out by black people. But we need to listen again because it's pretty telling. So anyway, like I said, I took in a lot. Everything's not always hilarious. (laughs) Some of it is serious. Um... But I mean, you know, we live in interesting times and uh, that is a blessing and a curse at times. Right. Because some days it's like, dude, I, I could go with a lot less interesting. It could be a lot less interesting and I'd be OK with that. But here we are. So we just got to make the best of it and know that uh, there is a plan and we just have to figure out how we can be our best selves every day. 
You know, everybody's obsessed with uh, living their best life, except nobody ever teaches us how to do that. You know, so hopefully I'm helping people figure out how to get uh, to drill down to the best parts of yourself and figure out how to do that, because it really is just how you look at things and how you choose to live your life, who you choose to live your life with, um, how you are in the world. Um, That's that's all of those things kind of predetermine how you're going to live your best life. You you can't live your best life if you haven't examined any of that it would be impossible. So I hope, you know, that this is a little bit of a guide map with some laughs along the way, things to think about and, uh, you know, helping you put your goals down on paper and just get going and don't waste any time because you will wake up and you will not be 17 or 16 or 21 anymore. You'll be 40 and 50 and you still, you know, I mean, you just got dreams and goals. So get after it, right? All right, friends, be well, be your best selves, take care, and uh, we'll meet back here tomorrow. Yep, yep.
know you 